morning. It's 19 minutes to nine. This is Money Talk uh, with James Ross. In your money today, Carolyn Wright takes a look at whether older consumers are really being offered better value by mobile service plans that are only available to them. Uh, Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In its latest monthly choice magazine, the Consumer Council delves into the options mobile service providers are offering, which are specifically aimed at their older customers. I'm joined now by Gilly Wong, who is Chief Executive of the Consumer Council, to find out more. Thanks for joining me again today, Gilly. Good morning, Caroline. So tell me a little bit about these options. What are mobile service providers offering in terms of specific plans aimed at more elderly customers? This survey found that there are four telecommunication service providers, including the China Mobile Hong Kong, CTXL, CSL, and also CUNIC, providing a total of 10 mobile service plans specifically designed for the elderly. And uh, among all the 10 elderly monthly plans surveyed, the contract period actually quite uh, diverse. It ranged from 12 to 24 months. Nine out of that, you know, nine plans waived the monthly administration fee of $18, which the remaining one required credit card auto payment to qualify for a waiver. So after taking into account of uh, the administrative fee and also the monthly fee rebates, the actual fee for two elderly plans were the lowest, uh, talking about you know $38, while the highest priced plan was uh, 158 per month, a difference of over three times. Furthermore, when we look into the difference in uh, monthly fee, it is really mainly driven by two factors. One is the data allowance and also the SS speed. The five plans which uh, use 4G or 4.5G 4, mobile network all had a monthly fee of around $68 or below, but the data allowance are ranging from 5 gigabyte to 10 gigabyte, you know, so it's like one fold difference. Among these, you know, the two plans with the lowest monthly fee were kept at a lower data SS speed of 21 megabyte, you know, per second and also 42 respectively, which would genuinely be more suitable for senior citizens who seldomly use the mobile apps. But the remaining four were all 5G full-speed plans, which actually the monthly fee will be more expensive, talking about $98 to $158. And the data allowance also you know, is quite diverse. We are talking about 10 gigabyte to 50 gigabyte. So it is more suitable for senior citizens that don't have broadband at home, but uh, they still want to watch videos or maybe dramas online through their mobile phone. So they need more data you know specifically so you know that means you know when you are talking about enjoying all these different plans you have to really look into the data allowance and also the SS speed you know in order to find a plan that really fit your consumption behavior what about any other benefits I'm thinking for people who like to travel is there any kind of packages that include good benefits around roaming and things like that Yes, definitely. There are quite some senior citizens right now, they're traveling to the mainland very often. So five of the 10 elderly plans actually include roaming service in the mainland. So the two plans with the most roaming data allow for two days of mainland roaming data, plus 100 minutes of call service to the mainland per month. So if you're a frequent traveler to the mainland, probably you need to search for something you know, that can provide more elevated service for you you know, to go to the mainland while you're comparing the data allowance and also the SS speed as well. There are two other speeds also offer roaming data and free incoming calls from the mainland and Macau. So there are some choices for the elderly if they travel to the mainland very often. And furthermore, you know, when we look into the benefits of uh, all these different plans, there are some devils in the details because when we are talking about comparing the elderly plan with the regular plan of the same telecom operator, in actual fact, you know, the 4G and um, 4.5G, the plan are cheaper um, as compared, you know, with the, with the regular plans. But when we're talking about 5G, that is quite a difference. So we are talking about, you know, the lowest money fee 
was $98 for both the regular and the elderly plan. But the monthly data allowance of the regular plan, talking about the 20 gigabyte, was double than that of the elderly plan, which is 10 gigabyte of the same price. So making the regular plan a better deal for senior citizens who use more data. So when you compare the details among the elderly plan versus the elderly plan and the actual plan, the lowest uh, actual plan of different telecom operators, there's still, you know, something that uh, senior citizens have to look into uh, in finding, you know, the best choice for them. Now, if you are a senior citizen and you wanted to sign up for one of these plans, what conditions do you have to meet in order to benefit from them if, if it, it does turn out to be the best deal for you? This is a tricky question because if you don't look into the specific uh, criteria, you may not be eligible. When we look at all of all the uh, different plans, eight of the 10 elderly monthly plans have actually relatively simple eligibility requirements only requiring applicants to be age 60 or 65. However, the remaining two plans with the lowest uh, actual monthly fee, talking about $38, which is the cheapest, they have more restrictions. Which one plan demanding applicants to be age 65 or above and must be either on the comprehensive social security assistance schemes OH living allowance or be able to provide proof of approval notification for free smartphone and local stored value SIM card under the Jockey Cup digital support projects for the elderly. So there are some specific requirements. And uh, the other cheapest plan to require applicants to be age 60 or above and to settle the payment by credit card transfer. So if you don't have a credit card, that would be a problem. So otherwise, they have to pay half of the monthly administration fee, which is $9, bumping up to the actual fee to 47 It is not a lot. But, you know, for the elderly, you know, they don't have uh, income already, you know, so every dollar counts. So this kind of details have also have to look into, especially whether you have a credit card or not. So a lot of research that you need to do. Let's move on to the kind of feedback you've had. Have you been experiencing any complaints about these specific plans for the elderly and and have the providers done anything to rectify those issues that have come up? When we look back, you know, a few years before, when we don't have very specific plan for the elderly, there are not that many complaints. But when we are comparing the past two years, there are slightly more complaints, even though it's not a lot. But, you know, we can see a little bit of sign of uh, coming up. Last year, we received six cases. But for the first six months of this year, uh, we received seven cases already. So um, all the disputes is mainly related to the price disputes and also the quality of services. Looking into the details is about, you know, some complaints occurred when the seniors renewed the service contracts but later found the money fee was much higher than the previous one. So of course, you know, it is a concern to them. So they filed a complaint. Also, you know, some senior citizens were not offered service plan for the elderly, which was cheaper than the normal plans. So after receiving the complaints, the telecom operators actually is quite forthcoming. They either to terminate the service contract, which might not be suitable for the elderly, or offer another service plan to them. So it's quite a happy ending for all the cases that we receive, you know, by far. Is there anything more you think the uh, service providers could be doing to make things even better in future? Definitely. But one thing, you know, that I have to offer for the tips to the elderly is if you are not that familiar with the data allowance and also the access speed, it's better to find a family member that know better of this kind of service package so that they can help you, you know, to select the right one for you. So going back to your questions of what can the telecoms industry do better for the elderly, they have a few areas. First of all, when we look into, you know, whether there are more tailor-made service for the elderly, it's not that much. So we believe, you know, there are more customized service for the elderly to cater for the civil community. And also in the cooling off period, what we believe is it can be improved as well to protect the elderly better. 
According to the Industry Code of Practice for the Telecom Service Contracts issued by the Communications Association of Hong Kong, in actual fact, you know, they have a cooling off period for customers that sign up for contract concluded during unsolicited visits to a customer's home. But nowadays, you know, because of the COVID, you know, it's very hardly, you know, they go for unsolicited call. But in reality, they are, for the elderly, when they look into the contract renewal, when they talk about um, changing, you know, the plan in terms of amount, there may be more consideration. So we, what we believe is the cooling off period protection to the elderly, even, you know, to the general population as well, can be enhanced, you know, so that people can enjoy better protection. Thank you so much for joining me and explaining all of that today. That's Gilly Wong, Chief Executive of the Consumer Council. Thanks, Caroline, and thanks, Gilly. Hello, Pat.